what's going on? Welcome in Tuesday episode of All Canadian. Uh, you know what that means. It's another one big thing episode for uh, the eastern half of the OUA, starting with the Toronto schools and moving to the nation's capital. That's where... biased. We can't start in the east? What? <laughs> I'm totally That's biased. Joking. We can't I'm start t- in... <laughs> I'm totally It's biased joking. either way. Uh, <laughs> here, we'll start with York and end with Carleton. That way it's not biased either way. Fair? York gets um, to be one for once. What a week in the CFL. Uh, quick comments uh, for your fandom before I do my week in review. Um, vanilla? Pure vanilla? <laughs> uh, okay, first of all, your man Dalton shown. Connor, he not one, but two touchdowns. And might I add that second touchdown? What a rip from Caleros. Yeah. Like, rolling left, squares it up, and all of a sudden you just see, and the ball just fires into the end zone i was like oh my god that man was playing with an extra pep in his step uh you think they want to prove to the world that they are still the defending gray cup champions i don't know man like obviously you watched the game but i don't know if you watched far enough into tsn to see his pre-game or sorry his post-game interview i should say to him it didn't matter but i mean come on that one's got to matter a little bit right you stumped the stumped the red hot red hot lines and uh Nathan stumped, Rourke, but stumped Nathan Rourke, but like 300 uh, yards passing, I know. three touchdowns. How crazy like, is that? He lost even the second like and three and the second interception was a tip and he got obliterated on that fumble play. So like, yeah. <laughs> I think anyone fumbles that ball when Willie Jefferson hits you. Can I, can I um, like take a moment to brag about my guy Dalton shown here though, from a fantasy point, I've been riding this wave in the surf waiting waiting for this big wave to curve and finally i was like the like surfer video guy from youtube just watching dalton shown that night that was like the only thing i could muster was just a stream of like unconscious thoughts and by the end of the night i was pitted dude so pitted by that second touchdown oh man um okay so Dalton shown two touchdowns. Are you going to bow out because he's going to be ridiculously expensive this week? Or do you keep riding it? Is he going to be ridiculously expensive this week? That remains to be seen. I like, we'll see on Thursday. Um, I don't know. Is this going to become like my thing? Like is Dalton shown just permanently on my fantasy roster for the rest of the year here? <laughs> uh, him and Nathan Rourke is your, your set ride or die. I don't know if I can squeeze Malik Henry in there with another 150 and one, man, that is fantasy output. If I've ever seen it back-to-back games of 150 and one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Just want to quickly mention if you want to get on some CFL action, uh, I was a curse this week to quarterbacks. I bet on Trey Ford hurt in the second series. I bet on Mazzoli um, hurt his knee. Well, not really hurt his knee, but someone injured his knee, which I will get to in a second when I do my weekend recap. Um, so I went one and two in <laughs> in wage wages this week. It has been a tough two week stretch. Um, I, I'm overthinking it. I got to get back to uh, my man Nathan Rourke. Thankfully, I bet against him this week, but I'm going to get back to my man Nathan Rourke uh, and see where we go in this upcoming week. But Quebec Canada has daily boosted odds, a ton of unique sports to gamble on as well. Uh, if you want, if you want to check that out, head over to coolbet.ca. Must be of legal 
gambling age and must be in Canada as it is geo-blocked. New leader in the CFL fantasy uh, CFP. Uh, Sorry, Ray, you have been dethroned temporarily. Dethroned, man. Uh, JJ saw 1985, 451 points through uh, with a big 147-point game uh, last week. So that has vaulted that user all the way up over Ray Perkin and his cool Kylo Ren picture, which, you know, might itself deserve to win the league. Um, Connor hanging out in fourth. I just keep sliding. Uh, injuries are, are plaguing me right now, and I need to somehow get rid of this injury bug that I am causing people that I support to have. I'll say, man, it's the How I Met Your Mother, How I Met Your Mother acronym for you right now. You need a Maggie, dude make adjustments go get it energized oh my god bad uh, reference that's a deep cut for any, oh for any <laughs> for anybody that's listening that knows how i met your mother that is a deep cut reference uh okay before we get into my weekend uh and connor's gonna leave because he was having a beer when we came on the podcast but we talked for so long that he is out of beer so he needs to go and get a new beer um I don't know. It's a work night. I might uh, might switch over to a water. One was enough. It was good. It was Responsible. good. I say. Uh, okay. Junior Gales football. Uh, Kingston Grenadiers used to be that franchise that we both played for. Uh, Coach Dale Sands. Uh, I played with his son, Ty. Dale coached me. Dale coached you at both Frontenac and at uh, Grens. For years, yeah. Dale Sands uh, has recently gone for an emergency surgery. He's got to go under the knife uh, to get some back surgery uh, to keep his health up. Uh, Dale is an arborist. He has his own business, Woodfellas Tree Care uh, in Kingston. So he's a small business owner, uh, family, grandchildren, and also the head coach of the U18 Junior Gales. Um, Dale has had to go in for this emergency surgery. Uh, thoughts and prayers, best wishes to Dale and the family, Ty, uh, all, everyone uh, to get through this time together. Um, if you guys want, as our listeners, to help out with Dale Sands, head over to the Junior Gales football page. I have posted it on my Instagram story. Uh, there's a link in their bio uh, for a GoFundMe to help out Dale and his family because while he's going for this emergency back surgery he can't really own and operate his business of woodfellas tree care so um if you want to make a donation help out dale and the sands family please go and do so at junior gales football uh instagram page uh, on their website and i believe their facebook pages as well um i'll keep sharing it cfp will share it uh so coach sands hope everything goes well we're all cheering for you over here um you've made an impact on our lives you're uh, someone that we always look up to and enjoy talking to. So um, best wishes for Dale, Ty, and the rest of the family. Uh, if you want to donate, please go ahead and do so as well. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think I could say anything better than what you've already said. I just want to get my own in there. Yeah, um, well wishes to the family. Thoughts and prayers with you guys. Um, yeah, please, if, if you can, we did, uh, did let you all know where to to donate if you feel so inclined. So yeah, just thoughts and prayers going out to the, the Sands family right now. Um, all right, <clears throat> Connor, go get your beer. Yep. I, I will some. be back. And, uh, when I return, we will be talking some OUA.
All right. We can review time uh, without Connor because there are some subjects like the CFL that Connor is talking to and analyzing. So I get to take that uh, burden on. Connor can just simply be a fan of Pure Vanilla and Kid Canada, which uh, we we started. We started that last year when he made his first career start. Um, and he can also be a fan of Craft Beer Corners. But when it comes to this last week, there were some things that happened that uh, Connor just can't quite talk on. So we're going to start with the Thursday night game, uh, Thursday night blowout. Trey Ford hurt in the second or third series for Edmonton. Uh, that game hinged on that moment alone. Uh, Edmonton was keeping it close. I thought they were moving the ball well. They had the splash play to Loxley. Um, once Trey Ford went down, all the air was let out of the Edmonton Elks. And Kadeem Carey quickly sucked all that up like a vacuum and carried his team. Uh, and Bo Levi Mitchell has also been fantastic. There's also a hell of a play to one certain CFL leading receiver, uh, Malik Henry, down the sideline, where Bo Levi Mitchell dropped it in stride back shoulder, which for those that are trying to picture it, you can go back and check it out uh, online on Twitter. This ball, the DB is running in phase with Henry. Bo Levi Mitchell puts it back shoulder, so he has to stop and come back to it. But he puts it back shoulder to a point where Malik Henry doesn't even have to really break stride. The DB thinks he has to break stride, so he stops to play the ball, and Malik Henry starts waving goodbye to the end zone. Uh, Calgary's on a roll. Bo Levi Mitchell is healthy. He is not getting touched in the pocket, and a healthy Bo Levi Mitchell means a great Stamps roster. This has been the case for the last handful of years that I can remember. Every time Bo is healthy, Calgary is a force, and uh, with Kadeem Carey as one of the best running backs in the CFL right now, Malik Henry as the leading receiver and not to mention that compliment of Canadians that they have at receiver Luther Hakanavanu, uh, one of the Phil Potts brother who is starting um, only in week five, but um, no, I, I think Calgary is building themselves up to be uh, one of the best teams in the league and Winnipeg Sask and Calgary all are going to be fighting for that top spot and BC, even though they took a loss this week are going to be fighting for that top spot in the West. It's going to be a competitive year. Uh, then we go to Sask and Ottawa where I have a big gripe. Uh, Nate Bahar, we can't lay in the audio for this one. Um, teed off on the play from Marino. I don't even know his first name. I don't want to know his first name because to me, this is the type of player that should not be in the league. Uh, Pushed, dove, whatever, into Mazzoli's knees late in the game for Saskatchewan. But once he did that, he then twisted and pulled at Mazzoli's ankles and knees, causing Jeremiah Mazzoli to now miss 10 to 12 weeks with an injury. Hmm. Where does that sound familiar? Oh, wait. Last year, same player for Saskatchewan did the same damn thing to Jeremiah Mazzoli when he was with Hamilton, resulting in a knee injury for Mazzoli. Okay, so that's two times on the same player in back-to-back times that you have played that quarterback. Okay, then we also get a picture of him doing it to an offensive lineman in the same game for Saskatchewan. So now we have two offenses on the same player in back-to-back meetings. We have an extra offensive lineman who you have targeted with a the similar knee and down cheap shot and twist afterwards 
and not to mention this guy was chirping the ottawa skill players at the keg the night before the game like what high school does this guy still go to like i know that he plays for the saskatchewan rough riders but like what is it is it like luther high school in saskatchewan or like is this man currently a student there? Because that is childish to go out and chirp a group of four colleagues, essentially. They are in the same union, the CFL Players Association. You are going out and seeking other professional athletes at a dinner establishment, a nice one at that, to chirp them and allegedly berate them with some racial slur. Um, this, this man, this child, because we'll call him what we can call him. He's a child. He has targeted the same player over and over with the same ridiculous, cheap tactics, almost a year apart from one another. Um, and he's also searching people out. So this child does not deserve a rough spot, whether he's great or not, whether Saskatchewan players think that there was rough plays on both ends of the field from Ottawa by a certain rookie offensive lineman named Cyril Hogan St. Don, who has been known since he started dressing at Laval to finish every damn block he's a part of. And you expect him finishing blocks is going to be all of a sudden some kind of dirty play. There's a reason every CFL team was looking at this man to draft and play right away, despite him only having one real year of experience with Laval, because he is a freaking mauler. We have said this. So for Marino, this child can leave the CFL. This is not the kind of content that's going to grow your league. This is the kind of content that's going to tank your league because guess what? Nobody wants to watch backup quarterbacks. And why are there backup quarterbacks in the game now? Because childish plays like this take starters off the field for three months. And while Mazzoli's on the bench, we forgot to mention this off the top. Edmonton has traded Arbuckle back to Ottawa. So Arbuckle signed prior to the COVID cancellation. Then they said, no, we don't want you. They went in with Matt Nichols, who isn't in the league right now. Um, and then Arbuckle goes to Toronto, goes to Edmonton. And long story short, Arbuckle is back in Ottawa. Uh, kind of a bad situation, though, because he has to learn Paul Lafelice's offense in, like, a week because I'm sure they have made this trade pretty much telling you that Caleb Evans ain't it because if Caleb Evans was the guy you wouldn't why would you make a trade for another quarterback if if you had that kind of confidence in Caleb Evans um so enough with Ottawa they are also winless playing the winless tie cats this week let's talk about winning teams uh one of which you know pretty vanilla pretty vanilla um, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, they make they make winning seem pretty vanilla. I think that's all we can say because they went toe-to-toe with an undefeated team. And how did they open the game? By housing a kick return. And from that moment until the final whistle blew, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers were the back-to-back Grey Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers with Jackson Jeffcoat getting a pick. Shout out to the D-linemen. Willie Jefferson absolutely obliterating people in the pocket. I'm sorry, Nathan Rourke. This, that one probably hurt a lot. Um, to Claris, making MOP-style plays. And Greg Ellingson, 
Welcome to the party, man. I am so impressed with Greg Ellingson this year. And quite frankly, love the number two that is uh, that is rocking on his uniform. It looks sick. So Connor is back. He has more beer uh, and water. He is mixed and matched. But no beer, just water. I worked for him. Oh, was that the was that the old beer that you brought back? To the Still desk? the same one. <laughs> okay, just so water. Connor's just being proactive and grabbing the water. Um, all right, Connor. OUA East, the former OUA East. Uh, starting in Toronto. Former OUA East. Yes, the former <laughs> OUA East. Uh, the Toronto Varsity Blues, Connor. Where are you going? I got I got a couple thoughts on this. It's my alma mater, so I'm going to let you go first. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, like, I'll take, I don't know, maybe the most obvious one here, because I think we both kind of have the the same thoughts on this one. And it's it's the elephant in the room, right? Like, where do they go? Clay's done. That that was Clay's final year last year. And in Clay, we mean Clay Square, their quarterback, who was an absolute stud for two seasons, three seasons. Um, but where does four four seasons? Wade holding up four. I forgot a year. Four seasons. He's telling Clay, me. Clay was this but, dope when I when he came in as a freshman. Man, like this is this. Is I know, I know, I but he made his name. Let's get real. He made his name okay, yeah, in yeah, yeah. in right. So. Uh, what 2019 2018 2019 2019 yeah so but but he's done where do they go without him where do they go how do they go up what is this team gonna look like but I think for Toronto's sake they need to go up and they need to figure it out before August um okay my mine just says new age team uh Malcolm Campbell gone uh Clay gone offensively uh they've lost the mary brothers both gone uh it's a new group it's a new team uh corby and lovegrove are also both gone uh this is legitimately a new age team there is a lot of voids to be filled uh nigel lagood i think is going to be one of those guys uh kinsale phillips was a top recruit a couple years ago we'll see where he fits into this offense um, the O-line had an OUA all-rookie uh, on it defensively. Uh, Greg Marshall, Bob Mullen, you know they're going to scheme something up, but, like, what do we get? I don't, I don't even know if Caleb Zigby is returning uh, to the team who was one of their vocal leaders on the defense last year. So they made the playoffs. That's great. They couldn't stop Rashid Tucker from eclipsing 200 yards. The offense was the lifeline of the program the last couple of years, but now most of that production is gone. Like Adam Williams is the big name on that offense. Uh, East West bowler this year, phenomenal athlete at running back, but this offense has not been a rushing offense the last couple of years. Do they have to fold heavily into that now? We don't know, but where does this head for the varsity blues? All right. And I guess if we're talking Toronto schools, we should segue it into York now. What do you want to see from York? Give me your wish list for York. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be really blunt. Uh, special teams blocking, specifically field goal and punt teams. Stop getting your uh, kicks blocked. <laughs> was it like one a week that it averaged out to being last year for Something blocked like, kicks, man? It, like, now, granted, six-game season, but yes, one a week, which is I don't care not. if it's a six <laughs> or two-game season. That's too many blocked kicks per game. Fair enough. Um, but no, uh, 
I just want to see some special teams blocking. I'm sorry, York. Um, Darnell Jarrett was great last year down the stretch. If you guys could keep giving him the rock, that would be great. But you're going to punt quite a bit in the season. That's just to give it in Canadian football. You can't have one a game getting blocked. Yeah, I, I have to agree. It's crucial. You cannot get your kicks blocked. You can't get points taken off the board. You cannot get an opportunity to pin an offense deep taken off the board for me with York. Um, it's more of an overall thing. I just, I think all things considered when we look at York last year, it wasn't a, like, I don't want to be rude, but it wasn't a laughable year by any measure for, for the York Lions. Like it wasn't one of those years where we look at them and they're just like, yeah, this is a team that's going to go over. Like this is a guarantee over York. Like, so I, I think with York last year, it was, I, I obviously there's things to improve. It was a pretty good season. So I, I would like to see growth. I would like to see consistency with the York Lions. And I mean, with York, when we talk about them, it's, it's not like we want them to be bad or do bad or be the last place team in the OUA for, or second last place team in the OUA for however many years. But I, I genuinely do want to see growth consistency and I want to see, Kids want to play for the York Lions. I do eventually want to see York host and hoist a banier because why not? Why not York? So everyone deserves one except for uh, some schools. Yeah, Western's got too many. They can take they can take a break. But yeah, like why not? So I, I want to see growth, consistency, and and you know what? What? How many did they win last year? One or two? Give me three. Give me three this year. All right, Queens. Uh, OUA East champions that kind of rolled through the eastern half of the OUA before meeting their match with the Western Mustangs in the Yates Cup. Uh, what do you want from Queens? Well, a couple things. A couple things. I think there's one for both of us. I'll save that for the end. Uh, I'll go. I'll let you go. Then I'll circle back to it. But okay. uh, right now, at the quarterback position, it is James Keenan's time. That I don't think is a secret. It is James Keenan from last year. It was James Keenan's team. Ryan LeCandro transferred to Ottawa. This is James Keenan's team. But I want to see if it's going to be his team, I want to see him execute the team. We know he's one of these versatile guys that can improvise and make plays and run around. But I want to see him be a veteran. I want to see him make the throws first. I don't want to see him kind of make one read and take off. I don't want to see him make one, two reads and take off. I want to see him go through one's not there, two's not there, three's not there. I got no time. I got to move. That's what I want to see. I want to see a veteranship from James Keenan. And I'm also curious, not that this is a wish, just more so this is me being curious with the upcoming OUA season. How short of a leash is James Keenan on? Because Alex Regan, one of the top recruits of his class, right on his heels hometown kid everybody's anxious in kingston to see this kid play is this limestone launcher going to make his debut we will see <laughs> limestone launcher you did not just go there on the spot um, that was uh pretty good um okay my question sticking with the offensive side of the ball let rashid rock where does this offense go without him? Uh, he graduated. I don't know if he's coming back to take extra courses or a post-grad, but as of right now, they don't have Rashid Tucker. They don't have the rock. 
Um, do they still try to rock with the run game as much as they did last year? Or do they go, hey, James Keenan, you were dope last year when you had to pass. Let's do that all the time. Um, How weird would that be? As many years as you've known Queens football and at that, Steve Snyder with Western football, ground and pound, run first, play action, open downfield. How not weird uncommon, would though. it be? I know it's not uncommon. I mean, no, no, they no, did no. it with Nate Hobbs, right? Like, Well, they did it with Nate Hobbs. They did it with Danny Brannigan when he got into his upper years, which is why he ended up having the record. And every, okay, time a Western, every time a Western quarterback has progressed, every year they start, like every year they move through their career as a starter, they are given more and more opportunities to pass the ball. Fair enough. They always have a complimentary run game, which is great. But these quarterbacks, you see it with Greg Marshall and with Pat Sheen at the time. You see year in, like as they grow as a starter, you get more. James Keenan was an East-West bowler. He's one he of the was. Most- he's a good. He's a good quarterback. But imagine Queens comes out first play of the season, first play of the game, spread offense, empty set. Go for it. Why not? Six, like six receivers wide. You know they're going to be able to run the ball. So why not? Tested, um, testing on, or tested defense early. All right, Pretty bold. I'd I'd like it. Why not? Your three, three four two. Your Ottawa GGs. I think there's a lot of directions you could take with this team. Uh, I, I was very questions. I was on the same mind on this one. Uh, there's um, a lot. <laughs> there's there's a there's a ton of questions for this, but I don't know if this is a question sheet. This is a wish list, right? So. I have to put my questions aside for now. And uh, my wish list right now is for Ben Miracle to take the reins again. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way it's broken down, but we seem to be talking a lot of quarterbacks this time around. And I think there just is a lot of question marks around quarterbacks on this side of the OUA, but Ottawa has three quarterbacks in the room right now and they're all interesting, but I think this is Ben Miracle's team. And I think take the reins again, much like James Keenan, much like another guy we're going to talk about. Well, I don't think he needs to take the reins. They're his, we will get there in a second. Um, but yes, for Ben Miracle, take the reins and make this your team because Ryan LeCandro, again, transferred from Queens. He's We've a- seen him in games. He's a good quarterback Yeah, right on your heels. And then, the guy that I'm curious about, selfishly, maybe my wish list is to see this kid get some reps in 2022, some meaningful reps in 2022. George George Reynolds. Okay, so here's the kid my from thing. the UK. Sorry. Here's my thing. No, that's okay. I like your, you. You really like George Reynolds. Um, I'm just here's my curious thing with Ben Miracle because uh, you look at his his year last year: 102 of 184, seven interceptions, three touchdowns. Uh, 120 or 1,264 yards. Their offense for that many yards, that is fourth most yards in the OUA. Second most interceptions. Who's he with? Noah Craney at York, who we just talked about not having a good year. And Andres Duek, who we talked about last week, throwing absurd numbers of interceptions. Yeah, literally. Um, But here's my thing with Ben Miracle. You get gobs of yards, you turn the ball over a ton. That is well, that is not 
setting yourself up to hold a starting job because teams are going to get sick and tired and coaching staffs are going to get sick and tired of driving the length of the field, getting into the score zone and then having a turnover. Oh, never mind. We don't want to even kick a field goal. We're just going to throw a pick. We're just going to throw a pick. It's okay. Um, my, My thing with like the Ottawa offense too, like when Ben is going, so is the Ottawa offense. Yeah. When, when he's not, neither are they. And, and that's so indicative or that's so like predictable for Canadian football where the quarterback is such a focal point in the offense, but for Ben Miracle to have Ryan Lacandro, an experienced veteran transfer quarterback sitting behind him, that's going to make it uncomfortable as hell. So I'm curious to see how this offense goes. Um, my question for Ottawa is the offensive line. Big Z's gone. Zach Pellis is gone. Uh, I believe uh, Jelly has aged out. I believe a couple of their other guys are gone. Dumanoir. I think there's another offensive lineman um, that went to a CFL camp. Um, but their offensive line is going to have new pieces, new people in new places. And guess what? Coach Tommy is no longer with the Ottawa GGs. He went across to the other side of the city to the Carlton Ravens. So not only do those guys that are coming back have to prove themselves to a new coach, the new coach has to figure out from scratch what combinations are going to work for us and where can these guys all slot in. So uh, the O-line is a question, and this goes into the quarterbacks because if you're more pressured, you're more likely to throw more errant passes or make bad decisions, and that could lead to Ben Miracle's downfall and the birth of Ryan Lacandro in Garnet and Gray. I think it's uh, it'll be an interesting point because I think line coaches are so un- undervalued and line play especially is so undervalued. Especially at the way level. I wonder how this is going to play out in the Panda. I wonder this this has to inherently give Carlton an edge to know. No, 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 no. You know what gives Carlton a damn edge in the Panda game? Well, Tanner DeYoung. Having Tanner freaking DeYoung not have his ankle broken the week before. Tanner, this, we're, we're moving on to Carlton. Tanner, healthy, whole year with that's all I the new see. coaching staff. That's, that's, that's all it. I want to see. All I want to see is list. Tanner DeYoung. That's all I want to see. He opened the year last year on a back foot 50-yard ball down the sideline. Okay. <laughs> and then in the next week, he was whipping touchdowns on corner roads to Keaton Brugling. Uh, who I'm sorry, I don't think he's going to be with Carlton this year. That was selfishly, much. that was my wish. I was like, if he's back, I just want to see DeYoung to Brugling TDs all game long, but um, don't think that's happening. That's <laughs> why so it's a wish list. Uh, I, I'm so hoping for Tanner, man. This is this is his. He went to the East West Bowl, like, everyone knows how talented this guy is. He's just got to put it together for a full season and not – I say this like it was his choice, not have his ankle broken against York. Like yeah, <laughs> like it was yeah. his choice to have a 275-pound yeah, hey, lineman. That'd be great, dude. Um, but no, Car- Carlton in the Panda game this year. Book it. If Tanner's playing, book it. Okay. Okay. I still – New coach, I mean, new scheme. I – I, I'm I'm ready for this. And if they get Keaton Brugling back, against. book it double double time. Can't can't say anything. 
Um, yeah, you're wearing. I won't. You're wearing all black for this episode. You're saying, enough. oh, stop. <laughs> you stop. My golf towel is a Uatua Gigi's like jersey from the last year's Panda. Oh, really? You made that into <laughs> Yeah, like the, the, the towel is off the back of the seats. Yeah, my golf yeah. towel is like the, the towel is from last year's Panda game. I've yeah. got quite the collection of rally towels. I have uh, Argo's home opener from last year. I have a mm-hmm. Red Blacks one from last year when they played like their first couple home games. I have the Gigi's one from the Panda game. Good one. I have a Blue Jays one from the playoffs in 2016. Pat Panko and I went uh, to watch them play Cleveland. They lost like 2-1 or something. Yep um and then uh i have a u sports national championships for hockey uh like skate towel thanks for like you no no it's got like it's just a big u sports logo but it's like a hockey like skate towel no no, no but like is it from when u of t hosted no it's from uh, when u of t made it in our fourth year my friend uh kiono brought it back that was oh, my gift cool that's dope it's so it's so that's sick I have, I have a nice collection of useless uh <laughs> rally towels <laughs> man i like okay fine this is gonna give me like uh, i don't know a little bit of a 30 second tangent here but like i know we're a u sports football podcast here but like shout out all the rest of u sports phenomenal athletes across the board tons of great dudes in uh, uh in global jam and then uh, obviously on the women's side of things incredible athletes all over the place so shout out u sports because it's fun to watch was your tangent <laughs> that was it that's all i want to say you were talking about like u-sports hockey which we like never talk about on this podcast and i was just I like thought it was, i thought it was going to be something about like an obscure rally towel that you had like no no you, I don't have you very had many some rally scarlet and gray rally towel that you have forsaken to the depths of your house if you ever even like remotely <laughs> hint at scarlet and silver ever again you know what just be thankful that Nathan Rourke went to a different Ohio school. Ah, I think my lucky stars every day. It was a state school too at that. So there we go. Yeah. Um, Ohio Bobcats. Let's go. O-H-I-O, but the Bobcats version. Dude. <laughs> All right. That closes it out for tonight's episode. Uh, if you guys want to check out fox40shop.com, enter the code CFP15 to get 15% off your order. Summer is still going on. I went swimming in the river yes uh yesterday after work and i'm going again tomorrow and probably the day after that and the day after that uh if you want nautical equipment fox 40's got you covered if you have a boat i don't have a boat i just swim off the shore but uh if you got a boat make sure to head over to fox40shop.com cfp15 gets you 15 percent off safety kits flares whistles you name it they have it uh alongside of all their top of the line cutting edge whistles Okay, well, after that, I don't even care if it's copyright infringement. We are ending the episode with I'm on a boat by the Lonely Island. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> I'm not on a boat, though. I don't have one. I just swim boat. off the shore. Oh, man. Ah, that's all I could think of. After you said, after you started mentioning boats, I was like, all I could think of. Anyways, if you want to hit us up at Connor O'Neill on Twitter at Wade Zank on Twitter and Instagram for both of us at CF perspective, Twitter and Instagram there as well. Uh, do you want to interact with any of us? We always respond, reply when we can, when we try to Marsh DT, me, Wade, whoever also go back and listen to all the great uh, episodes as well. We've been lacking to say that recently, but like go back and listen to 
um, everything that's been going on recently. Marsha's stuff has been banging. The Daily News, my word. If you oh, haven't man. yet, I would highly recommend checking that out. And if you haven't yet, why are you sleeping on Mike Daly? We have a CFL player hosting a podcast on our feed right now. So get over to it. Obviously, the breakdown is sick. So, and us. You get us. You get to listen to us ramble twice a week, too, which is sick. Sometimes I hit on gambling pits. Well, we're going to rebound this week. I'm feeling it. We are agree. We'll just wait till we get to, like, start making our OUA picks. Oh. Oh. Here we go. Goal is uh, like my golf game. Oh, wait, no. Low scores are bad. We want high scores. <laughs> the more I see late, All right. Enjoy. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. It's too hot in here. Doesn't help that you're right here with me. It's not the first time that I've had to check my.